It's not nice to eavesdrop, but it's fun. So let's check in on the comedy of errors at the Baxter's. On the little things in life. Brought to you by Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. Oh, I'm sorry. Mr. Baxter just went out to lunch. You just missed him. Oh, was he alone? No, he went out with Mr. Bartram. But I don't think there's too much business involved if you wanted to join them. I know they're lunching at the Green Dragon. No, no, I had a few errands in town. I thought I'd just stop up, and if you were free, I'd have lunch with him. You coming down with another cold, Miss Perkins? No, no. How's your fiancé? He's fine, I guess. You guess? Oh, now, Miss Perkins, you haven't had a lover's quarrel. <laughs> I don't know what you'd call it. We're certainly having an argument anyway. Oh, I guess oh. it's silly since we won't be married for a year or more, but Edgar refuses to wear a wedding ring. Why? I don't know. I want to have a double ring ceremony, and he just refuses. He doesn't think men should wear wedding rings. Why, my husband has always worn one. That's what I told Edgar. I said, Mr. Baxter wears a wedding ring. And I suppose he said he didn't care what Mr. Baxter said? Well, yes. <laughs> Words to that effect. Oh, dear, well, maybe he'll change his mind. No, I think somebody has to change his mind for him. And I don't seem to be able to do it. I thought maybe sometime Mr. Baxter might have a little talk with Edgar. Sometime when we're out for a drive and just drop in, you know? Oh, sure. I don't know how persuasive Bob would be. But I know he's never minded wearing a wedding ring, for goodness sakes. He could talk to Edgar anyway. That's what I thought. Well, sometime when you drive out to the country... We're taking a drive tonight. Tonight? Oh, well, we're not doing anything. Stop by. You're sure it's all right? Oh, of course. We'll expect you tonight, Miss Perkins, and stop worrying. I'm sure everything's going to turn out just fine. Uh, a peg? Yes, Aunt Maggie? Are you just going to sit here and read the paper? Why, do you want it? No, no. But Bob's making an awful mess in the kitchen. He said he was going to put a new washer on the faucet, finally. And then he was going to fix the kitchen shelf and glue the loose rung in the dining room chair. And you told me when he got home this afternoon that Miss Perkins and Mr. Mooley were oh. dropping in. <gasps> Completely forgot. It went right out of my head. Yes. Mm. Thanks for reminding me. Mm. Bob, dear, excuse me, Aunt Maggie. I'm going to see what he's doing. Bob, dear... Bob! Uh, wrong on this chair. It's not going to stay glued. I need some better glue. I forgot to tell you. Miss Perkins and her fiancé are dropping in. Tonight? Yes. Well, i got about ten things I wanted to get done tonight. Well, I know, I know, but there's... You've been saying I never get at these things. Now when I do, you ask people over? I didn't know you were picking tonight uh... to do these odd jobs. And they aren't going to stay long anyhow. Miss Perkins is having a bit of a tiff with Edgar because when they get married, he doesn't want to wear a wedding ring. Hey, hand me that and piece I of cord, will you? I want to wrap it around here. Oh, here. Uh, if you can hang on to the chair a bit. Now, hold it right there. Miss Perkins yeah. wants you to say something to Edgar. Uh, about what? Well, try to persuade him, you know. To, to do what? Well, agree to wear a wedding ring when they get married. I just told you. Miss Perkins thought that you might, you know, really... Where's your wedding ring? Will you, will you please hold that chair? Now, hold it steady. Where's your wedding ring? I don't know. It's upstairs on the bureau, I guess. Now, hold the chair. I'm holding it. For heaven's sakes, get yeah. your ring and put it on before they get here. Why did you take it you off? Hand me the scissors. It will certainly the look scissors very good. scissors right there. Oh, right here. You can hardly persuade... Okay, okay. Now, cut the string right there. You can hardly, there. hardly persuade Edgar to wear a wedding ring if you're not setting a very good example. Well, I'm not going to try and persuade Edgar Mooley to do anything. For Pete's sake, what he does is his business, not mine. 
Hey, you always get me involved in things like this. Well, it's no big deal. At least we won't make it seem that way. All right, now you can let go of the chair. I want to set it down. We'll bring up the subject, and you just casually tell how much it's meant to you, you know? How much is what meant to me? Wearing a wedding ring, honey. What's the matter with you? I don't know what you mean, what it's meant to me. As I recall, lo, these many long years ago, we had one terrific fight about it ourselves. You're the one who wanted me to wear one. Well, I didn't make any fuss about it. <laughs> Are you kidding? You not telling me you never wanted to wear a wedding ring? Well, Is that uh, why you aren't wearing it now? Look, please. Why aren't uh, you wearing it? When did you take it off? Why did you take it off? I'd like an answer. All right. I took it off because I don't want to wear it anymore. Well, your guests are here. I think you better keep your voices down. They're here. I didn't hear the doorbell. Well, I saw them drive up, and then I just let them in. Well, entertain them, Aunt Maggie, for a few minutes. I'll entertain them? With what? Well, I uh, tell them what you got for Christmas. I don't care. Bob, you and I will sneak up the back way so you can put on your wedding ring. Now, listen. I have a right to my own opinion, as does Edgar. Now, do you grant men that right? I do, indeed I do. But if uh. you want me to keep on wearing my wedding ring, then you'd better listen to my opinion, too. Well, you two better settle this thing and fast upstairs. In the meantime, I'll entertain the guests with with what I got for Christmas, I guess. Baxter, you will just explain to me what you meant when you said you did not want to wear your wedding ring anymore. Will you stop making such a big production out of this? Close the bedroom door if you're going to shout. Oh, I'm not shouting. Close it anyway. Here, I've asked Miss Perkins to drop in so you could tell Edgar Mooley how much wearing a wedding ring has meant to you. And apparently far from meaning anything, you've just hated it. All these years. I have not hated it. Don't you realize what it means to a wife? It's just as your mother said. Your mother, not mine. She said whenever you see a man wearing a wedding ring, you always think, well... There's a man who loves his wife so much he wants the whole world to know it. Okay, and as Dave Whitney said, when you see a guy wearing a wedding ring, you think, boy, there's a hand-packed husband. Oh, that's nice. That's what you think? Dave Whitney, that playboy. He's like men who take their wedding rings off before they go on a business trip. Do you? No, no, for Pete's sake. Well, then what? why, after all these years, don't you want to wear one? Okay, I'll tell you, it's uh, not the thing to do these days. Some of the younger men at the office have been ribbing you, is that it? Well, I see it is. You're worried about being old-fashioned or worried about getting older? You want to be in the current style, the modern fashion? Honey, I, I love you. You know that. Now, look, the truth is I just happened to take the ring off because I was mixing paint for the back pantry, which you asked me to paint. I did not intend to leave my wedding ring off, but since you brought up the subject, I just want to give you my views on it. Now, come on, let's go downstairs. We have some guests. Well, there's no point going downstairs if you're not wearing your wedding ring. I'm That's putting it on, see? Oh. Now, come on. Let's go down. I don't see that we've really settled anything. You're hardly in any mood to be persuading Edgar Mooley to wear a wedding ring. Honey, what he does is his business, not mine. Now, come on. Well, come in now. I, I, I sort of run out of things to entertain them. I didn't get that much for Christmas. <laughs> oh, Aunt <Maggie. laughs> We're coming right down. <laughs> Dear, can't you, you know, say something positive to Edgar? Sort of help, Miss Perkins? I'll try. Come on. Uh, come on. Right. Boy, this hall needs painting, too. Yeah, I know it does. Never mind that now, though. Go ahead, Aunt Maggie. Go I think they heard you. Well, oh, I'll do what I can. Mm. That'll be all right. Well, uh, hello, Miss Perkins. 
Miss Hello, Molly. Hello, Mr. I'm afraid we dropped in at the wrong time. No, no I think no, you dropped girl. in at the right time. There's no sense beating about the bush, as the saying goes. I understand you don't want to wear a wedding ring when you get married, Mr. Molly. Oh, call me Ed. Okay, Ed. And Maggie and Miss Burgess, why don't we go and get some coffee and cake? Uh, no, 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 no. You ladies stay right here. Let, let's, let's go in the den. I think we better get this settled. Oh, well, there's nothing to settle as far as I'm concerned, Mr. Baxter. Uh, Bob. Yeah, well, uh, uh, Bob, anyhow, I feel that for a man to wear a wedding ring, well, it's as though a woman is, well, uh, uh, branding him. Branding him? Mm. Make marriage sound like some sort of a rodeo. Rodeo? Oh, I've always thought that was pronounced rodeo. And oh, I don't Maggie, think so. that's hardly the point now. The point is uh. that a girl likes to know whether a man is married or not. If a man asks you out to dinner, you can't say, well, are you married? But if she sees a ring, then she knows. Right, right, right. I've changed my mind. You ladies, go and get us some coffee and cake. I want to talk to Anne. Oh, well, all right. Come on, Miss Birkin. All right. And Maggie, let's get some mm-hmm. coffee and cake now. Now, don't try to persuade me, Mr. Baxter. Yeah, uh, uh, Bob, my mind is quite made up. All this talk about women's lib. What about men's lib? I am a person. I am an individual. I am me. And and I have a right to express my opinions, my my ideas, my thoughts, my, my philosophy. And I just don't feel that I should be influenced by a feminine attitude. Now, uh, Mr. Mully, uh, Ed, forget it. Uh, uh, what? You love Miss Perkins? Well, yes. Uh, certainly, passionately, if I may say so. You may say so. Are you planning to play around? Yeah, pl- pl- play around? Certainly not. Then wear a wedding ring. It'll make her happy, and I'll tell you something, it'll make you happy, too. I speak from experience. Yeah, well, aren't I giving in to her then? Yes, you're giving in, but you're also getting back. Mm-hmm. By wearing a wedding ring, you get love, comradeship, understanding, oh, yes. sympathy. Yes, yes, yes. Also, she'll kill you if you don't. Oh, I see what you mean. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm trimming my little girl's hair. Mine was the same beautiful chestnut color once, before the grays started sneaking in. But I discovered Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. It covered my grays without changing my natural color. And it has no peroxide. Loving Care made my hair shinier and softer, too. Our hair looks almost alike now. (laughs) Except mine has no bubble gum in it. Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. It's good for your hair. Uncle Thaddeus, can I ask you something? Don't ask for money. It's this cold, Unc. (coughs) Nephew, you need four-way nasal spray. Will it help? Use as directed, four-way provides the fastest decongestant relief possible for stuffy noses and sinuses. Unc, that's a blast. Is it expensive? Ah, four-way costs a darn sight less than the leading brand. You can't buy faster relief at any price. I'm going to get some four-way. Maybe you've got a nose for business after all. Little Things in Life, created by Peg Lynch, has been brought to you by 4-Way Nasal Spray. Gives you the fastest decongestant relief possible. This program comes to you from the Radio Playhouse.